I don't think so. I mean, not when you have Trey Young last year. I think that. I guess it helps you and cripples you in a way, but um, it helps you because you're not afraid of the attention. Like you're you're used to it at the sense, but at the same time too, when he leaves, you don't get that level of attention. Okay. But um, again, the NCAA tournament, everybody's getting the same level of exposure, so show up ready to play. And that's why the fandom comes in because Ole Miss, they're gonna show up ready to play. Okay. That that's game a, is gonna be a close one. Yeah, that's a eight nine matchup. So. Oh, is it? Okay. 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 Those are the ones that That's gonna be go either one. way. Um, okay, so how do you feel about Cincinnati this year? They are favored by three and a half over Iowa. Yeah, I do it. I do it. I wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way, only because Iowa with the competition that they play in their conference. But again, I'm I'm Cincinnati should be able to do that. Okay. Um, we, like, that would have been a good win for us as well this year, Cincinnati. That was another game that was very close. I think we lost Cincinnati by three. Yeah, it was very that was close. A very close. And game I had well. people behind me like, "What are they doing? Why can't they take it to the basket?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You, you want to play against that defense?" Yes, I was like, "You know, this is a nationally ranked team, right? They're pretty legit." Even though people they did know. have a fallout from last year mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely, but people but, don't know. But again, all of that is again. This is our college basketball, like kind of like our episode. But um, when you look at when you, well, any team that's kind of like you said, it's kind of sliding, I yeah. guess you could say. Somebody brought, I think it was Jay Williams that brought it up this morning. Um, all of that kind of goes out the window when you win your conference tournament. In Jay Williams' opinion, the regular season is more of a grueling situation. So if you win a regular season conference title, let that be the automatic bid and let the conference ch- uh, tournament go into the consideration in terms of, well, they actually won their conference tournament, whatever, whatever. So when I look at that, Yes, they've technically slid, but they beat Houston in the um, in the um, AAC f- championship game two years straight. You're right. And I think Houston was ranked 11, and I thought they was ranked too high, but they were ranked at 11. And A I lot of people like, are on Houston. For what? Right. To win? I mean, not to win, but like Just to win like some this, games. And yes, exactly. Mm, to make- really? Who's their first round matchup? I'm about to bust some brackets right now. Okay, let me see. Put me on the spot. Um, well, like you said, they were ranked. They were ranked 11 or 12. Did they win the regular season tournament? I don't know. I don't know if they did or not. I mean, I don't know if they won a regular season uh, conference title because. How do you feel about that? Do you think they should, that should go off of the regular season? The regular season is a grueling process. So I, to make people go through that just to fight, to go through a, a one and done tournament again like and and what do i always say conference teams we see you guys too often so now you guys get a third shot to knock us out like so it's i mean i don't know i mean you gotta you gotta credit the regular season team for something right okay so i found houston they are going up against georgia state in the first round yeah houston's gonna win that one yeah they're 12 point favorites in that one who they got next after that we we gonna i'm telling you when we're building the bracket some people's favorites are going to be, I'm going to be like, nope, X them out right now. Get them out of here. Good. Good. Let's get, let's get the people some information that they need to know. Let's see. see. We'll, we'll hook them up with your um, specialty and your. Um, I knew you was about to say that. Out of, I, now <laughs> the pressure is on. Now I got to be good. I got to be good at this. It's all right. You got it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I was on Friday. Let's go back to Thursday. Okay. So we have um, 
St. Mary's and Villanova. Villanova's Villanova. minus six. Villanova, but that game is going to be... I feel like Villanova's going to stretch it out with free throws at the end, but that game... We lost by eight to San Diego State. That game is a lot closer than eight points. Right. So I feel like Villanova might get one of those. They'll cover, but it's going to be one of those like two-point games with like six minutes left. Right. That's a great point. And that's where the totals are, mm-hmm. are so scary because... The last two minutes, they can have so many fouls, right? And then it just goes over so fast. Yep. Okay, so what about Old Dominion and Purdue? Purdue is minus 13. Purdue is minus 13? Yeah. I was about to say Old Dominion, they had... Like Trey Porter, for instance. I think he went to Old Dominion. And now he's at UNR. So, yeah. I I wasn't really impressed with ODU this semester. I mean, this semester. This season anyway. Okay. Okay, Marquette is four and a half point favorite <laughs> over Murray State. That is going to be a game. That's going to be a game. That point guard matchup is going to be crazy. Marcus Howard and uh, John Morant. Yes. I, I'm going to go Murray State. Are you? I'm going to go Murray State only because I feel like John Morant does have one of those games. And like he, this this might be the only one that he gets where they where you see him and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a top three pick for sure. Like he has to okay. make. I don't think he's made that statement yet. So I think this is going to be his one, his his one knockout, and then okay. the racers will get back to. So that is uh, that reality. is going to be a fun one. That's at one thirty p.m. on Thursday. On Thursday. Yes. One. Th- yeah, we got to go somewhere for that one. Yes, absolutely. So then we have Vermont and Florida State. Florida State is minus ten and a half. Florida State. Is that who you're talking about earlier? No, Florida. Florida. UF. Yeah, the University of Florida, the Gators. I see the Gators getting by uh, UNR. Okay. Um, how do you feel about LSU this year? Mm, Their first good one. Team. Good team, good right? Good team. Yes. Very, very good team. I thought you were talking about the coaching situation. I was about to say uh, podcast conversation because, again, like I said, I don't – the regularity in which that happens, I believe, is more frequent than people would like to admit. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't know of, like, obviously every situation, but the situations that have come out that have hit, like, air, I'm kind of sitting there like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I'm never just, I'm never, I'm just never surprised by it. I'm just like, oh, okay. I don't know if that's good or bad. Exactly. But again, like I said, I'm also the same person who has felt like the kids should be compensated to a certain degree. I still stand by that. I'm not talking about give them salaries like I'm mean, in terms. Of, I'm not talking about give them weighted salaries in terms of like, oh, you're the seniors, so you get paid this. You're the freshman, so you get paid this. Or you're the star, so you get paid this. Like, so I don't. I'm not necessarily saying that, but a certain base, like a base pay for everybody across the board. Like this is the percentage or what, however you guys shake it up. Too much is being made off of them. See that's with. That was supposed to be a podcast conversation mm-hmm. as well, because I'm on the other side, mm-hmm. but we'll get into that, because Medina's with you, too. Mm-hmm. She agrees, but... So we have LSU there, eight-point favorites over Yale. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Oh. I said that fast. Yeah. I, I Give me a second. Fast. Give me a second. Give me a second. Just wait. That that podcast... Which one did I say I needed help on earlier? Uh, the 8-9. The, um... Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oklahoma... Yes, and Ole Miss. Ole Miss, thank you. Oklahoma and Ole Miss, I need help on, I need time on that one. Give me time on Yale and um, 
Who are they LSU. Here? LSU. Give me time on on yelling and uh, LSU because they're dealing with a lot. Okay. They're just dealing with a lot, and Yale is just one of those teams to where they'll they'll pounce. They'll find out like, oh, you're a little bit vulnerable. I smell blood. Okay, cool. This is my opportunity. Oh, it's it's crazy. You can't guess the um. What am I looking for? The upsets. Oh, the, the you upsets cannot crazy, guess the Cinderellas. Yes. Okay, so we have Minnesota and Louisville. Louisville is minus five. Minnesota and Louisville. Yep. I've never liked Minnesota basketball. And I don't mean like I'm, I, the pros. I've, I've loved it, but right. college. I've never liked Minnesota Golden Go for basketball. I just never have. So yeah, I I always think they're gonna lose. That's funny. You just have those certain. You just got the certain schools. Yeah. You just be like, eh, ew. You, yeah, not doing much for me. Okay, we <laughs> got Bradley and Michigan State. Michigan State is minus eighteen and a half. And Michigan State is going to do that. And Michigan State is going to prove a point. Okay, that I didn't talk about any totals yet, mm -hmm. but oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. So this is an interesting one since you need time to think about this mm -hmm. one. Yale and LSU total one sixty and a half. It's the highest one on the board for Thursday's games. One sixty and a half. I'm gonna go under, only because I feel like Yale will probably score north of eighty. Just the way I feel right now, I feel like they will probably score north of eighty, only because I feel like they're gonna catch fire. But because of that, I feel like LSU might try to match it, and then they might just start jacking them. And because of that. Okay. They might not fall. So it might be an 80 to yeah. 60 game, might be an 80 to 50 game if it gets really ugly. So I think they're going to be under regardless. I'm interested to see where the money is mm -hmm. for that. I'm going to have to look that up for the podcast. But okay, so moving along, we have Florida, Nevada. I know how you feel about that. Nevada yes. is minus two. So you're taking Florida. Mm -hmm. You're taking them just. To win mm -hmm. the game. You don't even need the points. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then we have Montana and Michigan. Michigan is Michigan. 15 and a half point favorites. Okay. Um, New Mexico State and Auburn. Auburn. Auburn is minus six and a half. Auburn's going to go deep. Okay. I think Auburn's going to go relatively deep. And they cover six and a half. New Mexico State. Yeah. One of those deep. games, like you said, could be close. Get a farther you lead at the one? end. Well, you, you, just so? said, you just said Auburn's going far, so. Well, I mean, yeah, but I just, I'm interested to know how you feel about it. Because, I mean, anybody, I mean, New Mexico State isn't a bad, like, right. first-round upset pick. So, that's why I looked at you, like, is it going to be close? Because I think Auburn covers. Okay. Um, it could change by the podcast. So, I'm, I mean, hey, what do you think? No, I do. I agree. Um, I think, like you said, I think it will be close. But mm. then at the end, it's just. Free throws. Yes. Okay, Northeastern and Kansas. Kansas is minus seven and a half. Kansas should do that. If Kansas loses Ooh. to Northeastern. Ooh. I would love to know that Bill Self. Uh, I would love to hear that Bill Self press, cam press conference if they do Ooh. lose. Oh. If they do lose. I would just love to hear the frustration. Because he's almost one of those coaches to where it's not like it's like a sh taking a shot at him. But it feels like he has moments where he he'll be truthful and be like i don't really know like yeah. right now i'm not really sure i gotta figure it out like i don't know yeah <laughs> i told them to do this they did that and 
Yeah, I'll figure it out later. He's like, can I have a day? Can yeah, I sleep just, on can I breathe for a yeah. second? Let me just figure this out. Okay, so how do you feel about Baylor and Syracuse? Syracuse is minus two. Um, shout out to Baylor. Uh, my friend Daryl transferred from Baylor, so shout out to Baylor. Um, I heard Baylor and completely tuned out. You said Baylor and who? Syracuse. Syracuse. Minus two. <laughs> Sorry, Daryl. Syracuse wins. Okay, so I really am excited about these brackets because you have picked a lot of favorites. Oh, okay. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see where it go. turns and which upsets really change your bracket. But Sheesh. So the upsets that I have is what? Florida, Belmont, St. John's going to the round of 32, maybe the Sweet 16. Um, Tennessee possibly in the championship game. So yeah, it does. Tennessee's a two, so I don't know if that one's like okay. upset, upset. But I think I think Saint John, I'm gonna have Saint John going deeper than people probably would have them going. I'm probably having Florida going deeper than a lot of people would have them going. Um, How do you feel about Texas Tech? It, every sport you gotta be hitting your stride going into this time. They're not right. Plain and simple, they're not. So. Somebody could come in, play harder than them, and hit them right in the mouth, and they could be shell shocked and lose an ugly one. Were there any teams you were surprised that got in, and any that you <laughs> were upset didn't get in? I was upset that one didn't get in, but again, this this is this is a heartfelt pick, but it's TCU. And right. just when I look at TCU, but I always talk about the grittiness of that team. When you look at the some of the Big Twelve games that they play, you're like they're almost like a St. John too. It's like you probably shouldn't be in this game, and then you watch them play, and you're like, somehow you're in this game, and then those are some of those games where you're like, you pulled it out, like you actually beat this team or you pulled this one out. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would have to look at some more numbers in terms of what they did in their season, but TCU was one of the ones where I was like, wow, really? I thought y'all would give them a shot to be a bracket buster, but nah. Were there any others? Um, well, I guess, I mean, I guess the equivalent would be t uh, Temple, but that was only because I was looking at a team like TCU. So if you just want to swap those out, it'd probably be it. Um, okay, so Oregon got in because they won their conference. Mm -hmm. I heard, but I can't, I can't remember which team they said that that knocked out. Yes. So at the top of that, it would be, it would have been Oregon. Wait, so Oregon, Washington, and ASU got in. So whoever the fourth team, Utah. I don't. I don't think it was Utah. Because Utah's not in, though, are they? No. I think Utah might have been the fourth. Um, let me see. But was I don't think it was the same conference. It wasn't the same conference. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was. No, I don't think so. It was one of the first four out. Yes. I wonder if we could actually look at the first four out right now. Yes. So I know that Temple is um, not. Did I say Temple? TCU is for sure. Um, one of those. One four. of the first four out. Uh, Alabama, Indiana, and UNC Greensboro. Those are the first four out. Okay. So, Oregon winning. I think knocked out Indiana. I think they knocked out Indiana. I was going to say Greensboro, but is that 
I don't know. Only reason why I say that is because Indiana, and this is where I'm going to sound like I'm hating, there's no way Indiana should have been up for consideration. I don't think so. I understand that they beat – who did they beat? Because there was somebody in their conference that made it in that's at the top. Michigan State. They swept Michigan State. So then that's why they were – I'm guessing that that's why they were given consideration. Dog, does not matter. No. Does not matter. You guys should not be in the big dance, period. And for them to be kind of one of the first four out, I was like, why were y'all even yes. worried about? But again, that goes back to the Power Five conferences. Yes. They're they're going to lean where they're going to lean. I mean, hey, what are we going to say? That's right. I want to talk about the NIT a little bit. Cool. Do you pay attention? Yes, I do. You do? Okay. I don't. I haven't paid attention this year yet, okay. obviously, because I've been looking at this, yes. at this tournament. But uh, normally I do every year I do. Okay, um, where can I find this? Where are they? They got their, usually their website too, but I don't think they pick until tonight. Okay. They usually do theirs the day after. Okay. Or or the women's the day after. The women's is the day the after. The women's is the day after. So when did they pick in 19? Let me double check now. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Hang with us. It's, hey, this it's is. spring break. You're listening yeah. to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White here with Chatterbox, trying to figure out. Trying to get ready to make our brackets tonight. Oh, we got it. We got it. Yep, we got it. There you go. I'm just going to pass my phone to you. Fantastic. UNC Greensboro is a one seed. I see that. There it is. Against Campbell. And Campbell has the um, highest leading scorer in Division One, like an active one, right? I think. Uh, I don't know his first. Chris Campbell? It's a, his. He has two Cs. I know that. But it's something Campbell. I think it's okay. Chris Campbell or something Campbell. Um, but okay. I think he's he just passed Larry Bird like a couple of weeks ago. Wow. So I, I, it would be nice to see him put up a nice number, but I don't think they're getting past UNCG. This, we have a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have Texas, South Dakota State. UT. Yes, Xavier, Toledo, Colorado and Dayton, Alabama and Norfolk State. Mm-hmm. Wichita State, wow. First season, I was looking at their um, schedule a couple of days ago, and I was like, wow, first season, in the, wow, you guys are not in the conversation. Right. And it's just like, wow. you that's that, Now, that's a program. Now, that's a program that's been built yes. that Shaka Smart was like, this is what I'm building here. And, again, he's at UT now. So, so the NIT is actually – it's – I, for lack of better words, getting more respect mm-hmm. because we do have these building, these big programs that are actually in it now. I was just about to say these bigger programs that are in it. TCU is the number one seed. Nice. So when I kind of look at just the schools that are Loyola Chicago is in here who yes. actually made a Cinderella run last season. So when I look at this tournament, I'm looking at just some standouts. And again, we can. Just for kind of fun, we can go through and do this tournament too. Absolutely. Because it's a secondary bet, so it just makes it more fun. But um, I'm going to give you the teams that stand out to me. Okay. I just completely ignored the upper left bracket. That's kind of crazy. All right, lower left. Um, Clemson. Okay. Xavier and Texas and TCU. I like TCU it. is coming out of theirs, I believe. Clemson is probably coming out of theirs. Not even probably. Clemson's coming out of theirs. Um, and then Xavier and Texas. That's going to be... 
I gotta pick one. So that one, I that's probably the podcast when I try to figure out. Okay. But whoever comes out of the upper left, I don't. I mean, just to see, just to see TCU, something that's interesting. Um, they struggle against Texas, don't they? Well, yeah, that's why that's they would the, avoid them in the in their lower right bracket. Uh-huh. But I think if they come out like the Final Four at NIT, they would have to play Texas if Texas makes it out. So yeah, then that I would probably go Texas in that one. We will see. But again, like I said, I keep giving love to TCU. I might shock everybody and be like, nope, TCU about to win it all. Yeah. We'll see, though. But this this bracket looks really good. Yes, it does. I'm excited. College basketball is great. Let's talk about the odds to win the region. So let's start with the East region. Duke is favored. Of course. Yes. Uh, Michigan State is 7-2. and two. Mm-hmm. LSU is 10-1. and one. Virginia Tech, 12 and 1. Louisville, 15 and 1. Looking at this list, do you see any standouts? Hmm. I really got you thinking today. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's hard. You know, well, see, we come in on is, Monday. We don't oh, have much I was doing the, the region. Okay, yes. Cool. Because I was about to be like, actually, um, mm. you're not gonna you're not gonna go in, against Duke on that one. Against Duke? Mm, nah, probably not. Well, even then, because even though I picked Michigan State, it's not really like a surprise. I think I do know more. Okay. All right, I think I know it. Let me just take a look at this last one. Ohio State made it. Shout out. Um. Okay. Cool. All right. You got all, all right. four. I think I have. You said do I have all four? Yeah. Are you just oh, you start with one? Of, I, thought, I thought we were just doing the um, who's like the biggest shot okay. to come out of okay. it. Okay. That works. I'm gonna go this one. It's gonna be somebody in this bracket though. I think. So I'm gonna go that one. He's saying that okay, one like our it. listeners know. Nope, because you're about to say it. All right, here we go. Who did I pick? Oh, we have Florida coming out of the West region. They are 50 to 1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But again, that's the same bracket with Arizona State. It's the same bracket with St. John's. And I told you, I have St. John's at least winning two games. So it could be St. John's that come out of that bracket. That would really shock everybody. Yes. What's their, what are they? 100 to 1. Yo, a hundred to one for Yo. just for the region. That's crazy. Cause that's like odds to win, win the tournament. Exactly. You know, exactly. And imagine you hit that, and then you still have never mind. Because you still got four, yeah. <laughs> two more games left, so yeah. you still got four teams. So, sheesh. Okay, we're gonna take a little break. Yes. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the NBA. NHL, just the games that are on the board for tonight. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. This is what real independent rock sounds like. 91.5 KUNV Las Vegas, the Rebel HD2. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son Steve did not want to die, but his prescription opioids killed him. We found a post-it note that he had written about his experience with his opioids. You never expect that you're going to lose a child. It's all out of order. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. 
This message, developed by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, sponsored by the Nevada Department of Health and Human Services, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. Soon, this little baby I'm singing to sleep will start to walk. First, she'll crawl. <laughs> then take her first baby steps. Before I know it, I'll be dropping her off at school. I'll be watching her run down a soccer field. Staying up all night, waiting for her to get home from her first date. Wincing when she steps on the gas pedal and then the brakes. Beaming when she walks up to accept her diploma. Or holding back tears as she takes those big steps down the aisle. But before she takes all those steps, she and thousands like her will need you to take yours. Gather your family, friends, and co-workers and join March for Babies to help make her steps possible. Start your team today at marchforbabies.org. Greetings, this is I, Stan Rankin T. Join me every Saturday from 3 until 6 on 91.5 Jazz and More for the best in reggae music. Reggae for me, reggae for you, reggae for the whole nation from 3 until 6. Tune into Sound Future Sound every Saturday night at 11 p.m. only on KUNV 91.5. The Source, your source for future sound and unironic music every Saturday night at 11 p.m. Las Vegas's longest-running electronic music show. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son Steve did not want to die, but his prescription opioids killed him. We found a post-it note that he had written about his experience with his opioids. You never expect that you're going to lose a child. It's all out of order. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. This message developed by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, sponsored by the Nevada Department of Health and Human Services, aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. The traditional light bulb, a groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer-lasting Energy Star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2 Chatterbox here with me. I'm Alex White. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Talk That Talk LV. Follow us on Facebook, Talk That Talk Radio Show. Yes. Um, Let's talk about the NBA a little bit. We're going to switch it up. Let's do it. We got a lot of college basketball out there, and we're going to have more on our podcast tonight. Make sure you guys check that out. It should be up sometime this week. Okay, so... NBA. Mm-hmm. Let's let me just throw this out there. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Standings? Anything crazy that you're seeing? Um, you would actually have to give me an update on the Is standings it, okay. to be sure. I know Philadelphia tied us, and then they just beat Milwaukee. So where? What's the East looking like right now? Okay, the East. Milwaukee is still leading the East. Mm-hmm. Um, Toronto is three games back. Seventy mm-hmm. Sixers are seven. 
Pacers are eight. They're fourth, eight games back. Mm-hmm. Um, Celtics are nine games back. So we're a game out of fifth. Yes. We got to yes. we got to hit a stride, man. And then we have a big jump. The Pistons are 15 and a half games back. And Brooklyn dropped to 7, Brooklyn right? Brooklyn dropped to 7. They are 17 games back and the Heat 18 and a half. Yo, please let us get please wait, hold on. Wait. I'm going to say this one more time. Please let us get the 3 seed. That's what you've been that's Please let that's us get the 3 plan. seed and get Detroit. You've, please let us get Detroit. You've had this in the making. If Brooklyn can give Toronto some sort of a headache I think we can go six with Toronto. We can go six, possibly seven with Toronto. All right. Give us the give us the three seed. Detroit, keep winning. Blake Griffin, keep doing what you're doing, please. Uh, Boston, chill out. Like y'all too close. Yeah. Chill out, Kyrie. Go sit down somewhere. Calm down. But um, Gordon Hayward is like he. You know what's interesting? And this is why I always love to listen to people who um, cover the sport, people that I admire. I listen to Stephen A. Smith a lot. And um, he said that the timetable that he gave about the injury for Gordon Hayward, this is about the time that he was like, this is when he's going to be fully him. And Gordon Hayward is starting to look like Gordon Hayward in Utah. If he turns into that, whether Boston's a four or five or six, doesn't even matter. Boston's coming out of the East if Gordon Hayward gets back to that. Wow. Period. That strong? Period. I don't. Uh, Period. Listen, I want it for him. I'm glad he's, uh, you know, turning back into hey. the Gordon Hayward we knew. It would keep. Jay- I mean, it would. It would make Jalen Brown. Not. Not that I feel like he's being a headache by any means, but I do feel like he's like, yo, I'm playing better than this person. Let me get the the, the starting nod. But um, it it would put everybody in their place. I mean, if Gordon Hayward is going out there being the guy that we're paying him to be, chill out. You're on a rookie deal. Sit down. What. What about the Bucks? I've always said that. I mean, I got to see it. Okay. I just need to see it. I, I believe you guys can do it. I just need to see it. Oh. I mean, Coach Bud is an amazing coach, but he's had the Atlanta Hawks as number one before, and they've gotten swept by a Cleveland team that was four. Uh. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and so, yeah, man. I mean, I understand there's no LeBron there, but there is a, there is a uh, um, Kawhi Leonard still there. There is a Kyrie still there. So there is, still is going to be a thorn in your side that you can't stop. So yes. Coach Bud just needs to show me that his t- he showed me that he can coach. Coach Bud just needs to show me that he can get his team to um, – maybe it's not even his fault, but maybe he can – if the team can show me – granted, they're not the Hawks, but if the Bucks could right. show me that the moment isn't too big for him, that they can kind of just settle in and be like, this is another game. We're going to play our game. And I think that's what we, we've been talking about college basketball so much. That's what some of the teams that we talk about a lot, like um, Kentucky. You look at a team like North Carolina. You look at a team like Duke. Look at a team like Syracuse. I mean, you you always have coaches that will bring you to the side and be like, relax. Yes. I understand that you hear this. I understand that it's a technically a neutral site. It's basketball. There's two hoops. There's referees out here. You got on your jersey. They got on theirs. It's still basketball. Like, let's get back to the basics. Um, it's a winning culture. Yeah. Right. With, well, with. When oh, coach, with those coaches. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. And they have that mindset and they teach that mindset. Because it's, it's infectious. Absolutely. It, it, it truly is. Like, if you just really. Because when you hear that so much, like I said, and it goes back to when a player makes a mistake, one of the 
best things that I've been told, and it's helped me so much in terms of coaching. Coach Menzies has told me that. Um, Coach Zam from high school has told me that. And definitely Coach May from uh, Cerritos College has told me, your players have to understand that they can make a mistake and you're not going to pull them. That's all they want to know. They just want to know that they can make a mistake and they're not going to be sitting on the bench next to you. That's good. Just let them know that it's okay to make a mistake if you make them too much. Or if you make one after I just pointed it out, then, yeah, you're going to come sit next to me. But other than that, you just you got to let them know, like, mistakes are going to happen. Right. It's a, it's, it's a game. You, you, you can't harbor on that. You got to get right back to the next play. You got to recover. You got to make the adjustment. And you, I'm sure and you know then, a lot about that. Yes, absolutely. This, we say this all the time. We say this all the time. Cheer is a sport. Yes. Cheerleaders are athletes. Yes, absolutely. Cheerleaders in some cases, and I've seen some schools, seen some different schools in different states. Cheerleaders are more athletic than a lot of teams that I could actually go back in history and point at. It's yeah, it's pretty crazy. Then the tricks they do, like throwing girls up, I could say we, throwing girls up we. and catching them at the top is insane, but... You know, it's okay. I'd be it's scared okay. sitting down like. <sighs> I, love, oh, cool, cool. I love that reaction. So I love worried. when people are like. <gasps> and then like, oh, that was cool. But see, y'all thrive off of that. Like, so that's what I'm saying. So I, that's, see, that's another podcast conversation because now I just want you to kind of go on about that. But yeah. we need to give you some time where you can tell us what that's like because you guys feed off of different stuff. Yeah. So to know that, like. That's just that's that's interesting because I that's not even in the back of my mind, not even in the furthest thing in the back of my mind was how you guys would react to the way that I right, reacted. Right. So to hear that, like that you guys like that, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, because we have trust and we've built it, and we start just like any other sport. We start with the fundamentals, mm-hmm. and then we build them to a level where we trust them to throw a girl in a basket toss and catch them completely where other people are like, whoa, how many times have you practiced this? Is this safe? You know? So it's just, it's funny because people, you know, they do kind of downsize it. Mm -hmm. They don't know how much practice they put in and how much they can trust them to make that. What's the famous line? You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You wasn't with me. You wasn't with, tell me you know that line. No. (gasps) What? Um, Okay. I'm starting a podcast tonight with Rick Ross. It is okay. what it is. I'm starting a podcast and I would recross. You better write that down. We have a lot yes, going on. This might be more than a two hour podcast. Oh, it's going to be a fun one tonight. Okay. I'm, I'm so geeked. It's spring break. Let's, let's have fun. Yes. Okay. So I can't wait for this Eastern Conference. I I like all of these teams. It's going to be tough. You already know the 76ers. I'm excited to see where the Pacers end up or what they can do. And the Raptors. I keep, you know, disregarding them, but they are definitely. They're there. Yep. So let's talk about the Western Conference a little bit. And um, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sheesh. So he's, we he, tonight's the night he's out, right? Oh, Monday, yes. He's, he's suspended. Versus the Heat. And the Heat need this game. Okay. Let's see what the line is. And this is an updated one too, right? After the suspension? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. I just got this this morning. So Beautiful. we have... Um, Thunder is minus five and a half. Still? Still. Is that what it is? My, was is Miami full strength? You know, I, and everybody who I'm not even going to continue to say it. Everybody knows how I feel about Paul George. Yes. OKC's okay, so not winning that. What? OKC's okay, so not winning that. Are you sure? You're going, you're, you're I'm saying this. I'm actually pretty sure. 
Okay. Miami is one of those teams to where from the top to That's bottom, true. they've been there. That's they know true. this is a place. This is a playoff implication game. We lose. Eric Spoelstra is going to tell them we lose this. We're out. All right, it's gonna be have that mentality. They're not out. What but time he's is that gonna game? say have that mentality. Five oh five. Five oh five. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that game's gonna be good. Yes. I'm interested now. Very. Yeah, take the yeah, take Miami on the points. Okay. Take Miami on the points. Okay, let's see what other good games we have on the board tonight. We have um the Jazz going to Washington facing the Wizards, and the Jazz are favored minus six. The Jazz are gonna win, they'll probably cover. I just want to say this now because nobody's going to say it, but I said during summer league that one of these two backcourts are going to blow up and they were like, which one? And I was like, either Portland's going to blow up or Washington's going to blow up. I said, but you know, the funny thing, we're not going to have to wait long by December. We'll know. Did you really? Absolutely. I will I I will go back to, I'm not gonna name drop, but I will go back to some of the people, like some of the people in the industry that I met during summer league that met me and that followed me on Twitter. I just hit the DM. Just obviously so they would know that I was there to yeah. hit their DM, but I hit their DM and just so they could see like if if I'm wrong, they're gonna look at me and be like, I can't listen to this kid. But if I'm right, they're gonna be like, This kid DM me. And after December, when John Wall and Bradley Bill, when he was cursing out Scotty Brooks, yeah, I went back to all of those messages and was like, didn't I say this in August? You did? And all of them were like, yeah, bro, you did. Well, I was like, I didn't know which one it was, but one of those was going to blow up. Like, they, they've been together for too long and haven't won. But I said all of that to say this. Since John Wall has gone down, Bradley Bill has absolutely lost his mind. When John Wall gets back, Bradley Bill is going to want out. <clears throat> I'm trying to take all this in. I'm aware. That's why I just let it breathe. As soon as John Wall gets back, Bradley Bill's gonna want out. Wow. I would. I. And everybody knows if I had to pick, just because of the way that I fit. Now this one, I would probably go on record and like if their careers panned out better. I love Bradley Bill. I've just been watching John Wall since college, so I know. I'm picking John Wall. If I, I had thought to pick you were one. gonna pick, I'm picking John Wall. I feel like my upside is always going to be higher with somebody that plays defense the way that he plays defense, somebody who is that fast, somebody who's that passionate. I'm going to take that one. I'm just going to always take it. That's the same way I feel about Russell Westbrook. Yo, he shoots 32%. Dog, I don't care. Give me Russell Westbrook. <laughs> He'll right. figure it out. Right. I feel the same way with John Wall. Okay, so you're taking the Jazz. Yes. Easily. And Bradley Bill is going to probably score 40 again. Jeez. You know what? Well, let me take that back because it's – Donovan Mitchell, it's Joe Ingles. He's probably yeah. not going to score 40. Okay. But don't be surprised if he still doesn't score at least. I'm going to do over-under. Okay. This is fun. Because I think, I think I know the number. So I'm going to say over-under th 33, and I'm going to take the over. Can I get that pin right behind Absolutely. you? All right. So we're going to do over-under on Bradley Bill's points okay. at 33, okay. and I'm going to go over. Okay. Because the number that I'm looking at is 34. That's the number I'm looking at. Wow. Okay, we have another good game. On the board, we have um, the Nuggets. Where'd they go? Nuggets, Celtics. In Boston, Celtics are favored by four. Ooh, Boston and who one more time? Nuggets. And Boston's favored by how much? Four. It's in Boston? It's in Boston. Denver just lost an ugly game. Who did they lose to? Ooh. 
Because Jokic even got Jokic even got ejected. Jokic got ejected. You can see exactly what he said to get ejected too. That's a podcast statement, but he he definitely let it go. He let he let it fly. I was like, oh, oh. my gosh. And then right, when he, he teed did. him up, he said it again, and I was like, okay, yeah, you're getting tossed, brother. Yep. Um, and you know what's so funny too? A funny story. Jokic at summer league, the and the credit to him because he's super young credit to him because the hype surrounding him like watching the nba is like one thing but when you literally watch summer league because summer or when you're at summer league because there's so much going on right it's one of those things where like you're looking up in the stands and you're like oh shoot i'm sitting next to coach Thibodeau. like i didn't even realize i'm sitting next to coach tibbs so you kind of sit there and you be like okay and then basketball fans obviously they're all in the arenas so they're sitting there and they're like oh that's so-and-so they're pointing people out they're like oh that's so-and-so the reaction when jokic enters anywhere is crazy like oh, I everybody bet. i don't think there's not too many people like not rooting for him but what i will say and like i said credit to him one of the most humble human being doesn't even want to speak really doesn't even really want to speak like he he's so like low and that's why when i seen the tease i yeah. was like yo what did he do so i mean he he's really i was like joker and he looked and i was like i was like let a game da, 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 da. and he kind of did the same thing i do and you could and that's how i knew it because he kind of bowed out and i was like he wants me to stop yeah he wants me to stop praising him. so i was like all right kill i'm gonna let you walk but it was um it was like i said to to see that technical i was like what so um because of that i think Jokic should be on something and okay. i'm a i'm a again i could be just pacer fan and i'm maybe i'm a little fandom right now but i think detroit pull, or i think denver pulls it out okay i mean <clears throat> at least you can take the four points that they cover so. yeah i think they'll definitely cover it's gonna be a good game gonna okay. be a close game yes okay let's see what else we have that i can interest you how mm -hmm. about the pacers what's up Pacers and the Blazers. Let's see what we got. What's wrong? We both need this game. That's why I'm laughing because we both need this game. And usually when two teams need a game and they're playing the Pacers, the Pacers don't win it. Uh, well, Portland so is really favored sad. by four and a half. Yeah, and that's, I just didn't want to say it, but okay. Portland probably wins it anyway. Oh, I would love if we could get one. Yeah, they're going to If gonna, we could steal this one, tonight. thank you. Put that energy out there. Yes. Say it again. They're going to win tonight. Thank you. Let's go, Indiana. Let's do it. All right, so we, uh, we're we taking – I'm taking Pacers plus four and a half. Please. There we go. That's actually <clears> – it's pretty decent. Those are two – Nuggets getting the points, mm -hmm. Pacers getting the points. I'm not mad about either. How mm -hmm. do you feel about um, – we got the Pelicans on the board facing the Mavericks. They're they're in Dallas and Dallas is minus five. You said, sorry, Pelicans. Pelicans in Dallas. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go Dallas only because they're both gonna probably try to lose the game, which is weird. But um, which is weird. Anthony Davis isn't gonna play the latter end of the game, so New Orleans is literally gonna hand the game to Dallas. Okay. And Dallas is gonna be like, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't. Okay, fine. Um, right. But by the way, that game that Jokic got teed up in. It was the Pacers. Was it? Because I flipped out because the Pacers beat the Nuggets. I flipped. It, they, they lost to us. That's who it was. I remember the game now. Because now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, it was a yellow, it was a team with a yellow jersey. It was us. It was. It was. <laughs> Nuggets won 102 to Wait, the Nuggets 100. won? They ended up winning. They ended up winning that game? Yes, they did. Oh, see? 
it didn't even it didn't even work. Okay, so let's let's <laughs> jump on that. Now the Pacers <laughs> really need we this. We need this one. Yes. Definitely need this one. Like I said, but Portland there's a reason why they're always in the top half of the West. Right. There's a reason. Dame Lillard is we gon' we're gonna look back and realize like, yo, Dame Lillard has kind of been here and just gone Yeah. Ignored. It's gonna take him going somewhere. I know he wants to be in Portland, but it's gonna take him going somewhere. Like, remember how we talked about New York? Yes. And like the attitude of somebody who would want to go to New York. Damian Lillard absolutely has that attitude. I could see that to go to the I Knicks and be like, be we a can't good win. Fit. Cool. That'd be a really good fit. So right? if the Knicks were smart, I would be trying to go. I mean, they went. Granted, they went and got Dennis Smith Jr. So it's not like you're not smart, but you could have drafted him. Um, so I mean, yeah, if you could swing. I mean, the Knicks need anybody. I would say I'd take CJ if I was a Knicks. <laughs> I'd take anybody from, from Portland right now. Um, okay, so let's look at the bottom. Who is Who are we looking at that's tanking right now? Everybody. No, um, <laughs> Cleveland, Phoenix. Cleveland. Chicago. Phoenix, Chicago. The Knicks. Knicks. Cleveland, Phoenix, Chicago, the Knicks. Because those four are all eliminated. So where does that put the Grizzlies? Yeah. The Mavericks, are they in that the, conversation or not yet? Mark Cuban's not. You know what's funny? He might. He might. Because, I mean, he got Luka out of doing that last year. So, because he said he wasn't yes. going to do it, and then he did it, yes. and then he got Luka. So, who's to say he can't do it again? But the draft, I mean, somebody said this morning that the draft was weak. I'm not sure that this draft is. What? Jay Williams said that the draft was weak, and I was like, mm. if he's meaning weak in terms of like generational, like superstar talent, maybe you're right. I mean, maybe you can hope that a Zion, that one of the freshmen from but, Duke turns into that superstar. You look at Ja Morant, maybe. Um, you look at Naz Reed from LSU. Like, you look at some of these different people, and you're like, maybe you got superstar written on you. You look at, I mean, UNR got a trio of seniors that you can be like, yeah. maybe you guys stick around. Um, but when I look at it, I don't see it as a, as a weak draft. I see somebody as like the 43rd overall pick being an all star two years from now. I can see something like that. See, and I agree because aren't they all more um, well rounded? Wouldn't you say? So it's not really the superstar, but yeah. I mean, they're doing. And Russell Westbrook is like, as much as people like to say Russell Westbrook is changing the game, like in a bad sense, Russell Westbrook is getting kids to care about defense, getting yes. kids to care about rebounding. Yes. Like, I would love if our point guard on our middle school team was crashing the boards like that. Um, maybe that's another point guard I need to have him watch. But at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook is teaching these kids there's other aspects. You don't have to be the greatest shooter. To right. still possibly be the best player in the NBA. Which, to your point, so this is not a weak draft. I don't think it is. I don't either. I don't think so. Um, Russell Westbrook for MVP. Whoa. I just keep saying anybody who averages a third, like a triple double, this is a third straight year. Just because he makes it look easy, dog, that's not easy. <laughs> like, he, he makes it look so normal and it's like, nah. Yeah. Russell is... There's a reason why other people can't do that. He is he still in the conversation for the MVP? He's never been. Okay, I which is why say, I'm like, why is he not have in three, the conversation? Right. Which is why I've always said that the caveat needs to be him and Joker, him and uh, Nikola Jokic. Both of them need to get votes from somebody. Okay. I don't care who they need to get votes. 
So I'm going to flip on you completely because we have not talked about this. And I just actually thought of it, but I've been Mm -hmm. caught up with basketball. Mm -hmm. The Browns (laughs) have made some moves. Yeah, let's just put the Cleveland Browns as a topic on the podcast. Just the Browns. What is going on? Yo, they're crazy. I I did like somebody's comment, though. They said there's only one football. So they have to figure out how to use all of these. But there's not only one snap. That's (laughs) that's absolutely true. You get 53 snaps or whatever the case may be. That is absolutely true. But, I mean, with too many guys that are used to being the guy, it could... Everybody's not going to be the guy on a championship team. Odell, you were the guy because you didn't have help. That's right. You wanted help, right? Okay, so you're not the guy anymore. You're one of the guys. We have multiple guys. Like, bad, technically, if anybody in Cleveland, and I think if you ask Freddie Kitchen, he would say Baker's the guy. None of you guys are the guy. Baker Mayfield is the guy. Wow. you That was strong. Who's going to say anything? Okay. Any of those wide receivers that say that he's not? Okay, I have a question. When he throws you the football, does he get those same yards that you get? Yeah, oh. Baker's the guy. <laughs> Who's going to argue with me right now? You weren't a big Baker fan. Me? Before this season. but I was. You were? Yeah, I was. You were- the only issue that I had with Baker was the um, the antics on the sideline. Okay. Because my equivalent was what if Odell Beckham did that pre-draft. It wouldn't be looking like, oh, he's a fiery competitor. You would be like, oh, he's going to be a headache at the next level. Oh, that, that's Baker a- became number one pick because of that. That is a good point right there baker stock rose when that happened obj's would have dropped that's i still stand by that so how do you feel how do you okay the browns total win total now is eight and a half <laughs> what was it at before um, oh, do you know at least around i know you probably don't have a number do you know probably around were they still thinking everyone like four games five like because the reason being is because if you thought they were going to win three or four before right that means you don't trust baker i think it was six or or seven, maybe. So even if it's six or seven, that means the addition of Kareem Hunt and OBJ only rose a point, a win and a half. That's true. You guys are wrong one of the ways. <laughs> like I just don't know which way. I don't know which way. But I don't know. I, I still, I still might surprise some people, but I still do like Pittsburgh in the uh, division. I always will. Yes, you just surprised take me. Experience. I'm taking experience, and at the, at the end of the day, Juju. Yes, I knew is still a number one. Juju. James Conner. They're gonna be gearing for you though. Like it's not like they're undecided whether they're gonna play Le'Veon or you. They know that they're playing you. So just be ready for that. So they got to go get him a, a, a more than a more than capable backup. Uh, go to Philly. Philly has a ton of running backs. Yeah, like go to Philly. Do. See if they see if you can get one off of Philly. Plug him behind um, James Conner. Maybe even make it a competition. You don't have Le'Veon, so make it a competition. Keep James Conner um, on his toes, and I mean, who knows what it can turn into. Um, Le'Veon. Speaking of. Oh, the Jets. Yes. So many football moves. Yes. I really wanted him to end up with AB. I wanted him to be a Packer. Uh, I'm sure you did. Hey, let's take a break really quick. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is 91.5 KUNV Las Vegas, the Rebel HD2. And we're back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. We've got about nine more minutes. Today has flown by. Can't wait. It's the big dance coming up. 
So much to talk about. Yes. And uh, really quick, my dad's tipping. You just said it. Um, let me see. Yes. Let me see. So we did just say the tournament. Okay. So my dad's tipping is. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. So with Duke number one. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry. With Duke number one, he has Virginia two, and then he has North Carolina. He said, this is believed to be the first time that the conference has claimed the top three spots in the final AP poll, not to mention three of the top four spots. Coach K's um, eighth. Okay, so this is Coach K's eighth number one ranking, which breaks John Wooden's all-time record. Wow. Um, And the Blue Devils are the heaviest favorite team entering the tournament since the 2014-15 Wildcats. Wow. Wasn't that the undefeated year? Wow. That That was Carl Anthony Towns' year, I think. Um, why is the ACC so dominating right now? Is it coaching? Is it recruiting? Or is it just the teams and systems that the uh, that prepare these players that prepare these players for success? That great question because did not just say that Clemson was going to the Final Four in the NIT. Clemson's yeah. an ACC team as well. Yes, I have Florida State possibly going to the round of thirty-two, maybe the Sweet Sixteen. That's an ACC team as well. Dad, I don't have an answer. Maybe your dad does. I think he answered it. Is it? Did he? He, he probably did. It's probably all of those reasons. Exactly. It's probably Recruiting. all of those reasons. I mean, at the same time, too, Culture. if you're looking at the top of the 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 top of the heat, Tony Bennett and um, I want to say Leroy Hamilton, Leonard, Leonard Hamilton, Leonard Hamilton, the Florida State coach. Um, they've had the opportunity to. They're who are they chasing? You're chasing Coach K at Duke. And you're coaching, I mean, you're chasing um, Coach Roy Williams at UNC. Yes. So it's not like you have, those are the best coaches in my conference. Those might be the best coaches in college basketball. Absolutely. And then Syracuse is now there. So now you look at Jim Beheim and you're like, yo, I got to chase these people. So, Dad, that could be it. I mean, I, I would, again, I keep saying coaching on the show, um, which is why I'm, feel the way that I feel about coach Menzies no longer leading our basketball program. You got to get somebody that's a leader of men and you got to get somebody that um, is willing to endure the rough times and not only endure the rough times, but sit through them and talk about them. Like that's the only way that you're going to learn from them. It's the only way that you're going to move on from them. Um, So yeah, dad, maybe it's ACC coaching. Maybe everybody is just looking at that bar. It's crazy. They are so far ahead of every other conference. SEC is there. Yes, it is. Those Tennessee, two. Um, Kentucky for sure. Uh, Florida, Auburn. Yep. I'm missing one. Alabama, um, LSU. Yeah, so they're they're up there too. Yeah, I agree. Those two. It's crazy. Great tipping. Thank you. Yes. Good. Thank you, Dad. I can't wait for your mom's during our podcast. Yes. Because yes, shout out one. to her. I posted the one from last week because she always has great ones. Um, you're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex yep. White here with Chatterbox. Yep, yep. Follow me on Twitter at Alex White with two E's. And you can find Chatterbox on Twitter. At Sir underscore Chatterbox, C-H-A-T-T-E-R-B-O-X. Thank you for tuning in. We love having you guys listen and text us things that we can collaborate with you guys. Um, tonight love hearing from you guys. starts something amazing. Because we just figured it out. We're doing the sportsbook tour. And yes. We've already done one podcast at Westgate. 
Technically two. Yes. Bring that up again. Hey, that's the lost episode. That is. That's and, and you know what's so funny too? Like I said, I've said before because I listen to a lot of the Joe Budden podcast. So I listen to a lot of just the stories that they get from fans and how fans that tell them like, "Oh, I was with you guys when X, Y, and Z happened," and they're like, "Oh, wow! Like you guys really been rocking with us for a really long time." I feel like that's going to be, that's our window. That's our opportunity. Yeah. If somebody yeah. is like, oh, yeah, what's up with that lost episode? Then yeah. we can always have an insider with our fans like, yeah, I don't know where that where that episode. I got portion of the audio if you want to hear it. That is like I got 19 so seconds of the audio. That is so true. That's awesome. And a picture. Yes. But it was named Where's Alex? And I didn't make the picture. So, yeah, the yep. lost episode was We Lost Alex, actually. That's <laughs> that's how it originally started. It is. I'm so excited. So, we're going to try to head out to Golden, Golden Nugget. Nugget tonight, hit downtown. Then we got to hit around the city. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. We live in a great city. We had, it's amazing. I mean, these casinos, they're super, super duper helpful. I, I went and spoke with Shannon at Beer House. Um, and now I got to go play this for him. But I talked to Shannon at uh, Beer House about trying to do something for Selection Sunday. Uh, I actually had my times mixed up. So me and him was trying to gear up on a time that wasn't even appropriate. But shout out to him because he was trying to help me gauge when to do it. Right. Because he was like, everybody's going to be here for the go tonight game. So you would have to get here for Selection Sunday early and, you know what I mean, secure your spot that way. Yes. So I was okay, cool. So shout out to uh, Shannon for helping us out with that. Um, even though we didn't get it done, just still thank you for being there. Thank you for giving us at least an idea of where to go. So it helps. And I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> Once we get deeper into the NHL, mm -hmm. maybe playoffs and stuff, we will be going there. Yes, it, that is one of the best spots over by Toshiba Plaza and T-Mobile. If you want to go watch the Knights game and you aren't going to the oh, game, yeah, yeah oh, definitely yeah. go there. Oh, yeah. Any away game, the watch party at Beer House, easy. That's where I'm going. Somebody's asking where to watch the Vegas Golden Night game, if, Beer House. Even home games. Yeah. It is so much fun down there. It reminds me, it's like really Vegas becoming a sports town because all the Knights flags, like, you know, as you're passing the different bars and stuff, it gives you a different feel. More like a back east kind of thing, you know. Everyone on board. Everyone has Knights gear on. It's pretty cool. I was about to say, I think that's the same situation because I was saying I wanted to go to a college town. Yes. And I was like, so I was thinking LSU. I'm thinking like all these schools down south where I'm like, that's probably where I'm going to get the college feel. And then when I came here, I think I was on my tour, but I had went to like a little bar somewhere and I had on like just some UNLV gear. And they were like, oh, student at UNLV? And I was like, yeah. I had ordered my drink and I was drinking halfway through like a, like a shot slid down the table and i'm like what somebody had on the unlv had and they were like hey cheers and i was like whoa and then i realized our nearest our closest university in terms of time is actually in california because if you go up north yeah unr is eight hours away from us right so you could go less than that and go to a university in california so our closest california isn't even in our i mean our closest university isn't even in our state so I think that kind of just gives us that wiggle room to truly say that UNLV, if you come here, you're in a college town. Oh, you go yeah. anywhere with this with this Rebel Red on, they love you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And hopefully we got big things coming next year yes. with all our programs. And We're working. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Um, catch us this week on all our social medias. You'll get our podcast. We'll have this audio up today. You're listening yes. to Talk That Talk, Chatterbox. I'm Alex White, 91.5 KUNV, The Rebel HD2.
And the ones who lost, give it to me once I don't drop the ball to the home runs That was out the park, Kershaw when I'm pitching off Kobe the Howard, he looking soft LA Rams in the city, y'all Got special guests, got breaking news Come talk and talk with Chatter's Box We got it all with Chatter's Box Come talk, man, to Chatter's Box